What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome into this special edition of BGN Radio. I am your host, Michael Kist, and today we have a great guest for you. He is Eagles' former running back, Brian Westbrook, and he's going to chat with me about the Eagles' struggles on offense, what goes on during the bye. He'll take an eye at the running back group and more. Shout out to the Crown Royal Water Break for making this possible. And hey, a lot of shows are going to be hitting your feed hot and heavy in this lead up to Sunday. So make sure that you're subscribed, rating, and reviewing. And of course, checking out the latest BGN Radio with Jimmy Kemsky and Brandon Lee Gowton. So because there's so much content to get get to let's not waste any more time let's get to the show brian welcome back to bleeding green nation how you doing brother i'm doing good man doing good trying to get through this bye week as best as i can and uh, get to an important football game this sunday yeah for sure and before we dig into all that stuff uh tell us what you got going on with the fine folk over at the crown royal water break yeah i've, I've been working with crown royal for about four years here and um you know we, we've been able to kind of have some uh, big time synergy our ability to work together as far as the water break campaign it has been critical to me and certainly for Crown Royal. Uh, our belief, myself and Crown Royal, is that we want people to enjoy the pregame aspects of the game, the postgame, as well as the regular game. But we also want them to be able to do that with their drink of choice. And a big part of being able to enjoy the entire day um, is, is drinking in moderation, drinking responsibly, as well as taking a water break. And that means you can want to, you know, you have your 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 cocktail and then you have a glass of water, you have a cup of water. Just be make sure that you're drinking in moderation and you're staying hydrated. And so that's been our mission to uh, continue to push to take a water break for a lot of people. It's one of the things that um, I think is very useful and very helpful for everyone. But it also would allow you to enjoy the entire day of football or whatever sport you're watching. It just doesn't have to be football. It can be anything. And it's been pretty cool to, to be a part of this campaign. And we've helped so many people. The one other thing, and this is kind of an additional thing that Crown Royal did this year, um, was the Purple Bag Project. And this was basically packing those purple bags with essentials for military members overseas. And, you know, I was certainly proud to be a part of that because, of course, I believe in the military and what they continue to do for us as far as protecting our rights and the things that we do here in our country and anything that we can do to help them um, it is, it's critical to me and very important to me. And so what we've been able to do is fill a one million bags of essentials uh, for military members overseas. And so that's been awesome. And hopefully those members over there will uh, uh, receive those things and be happy that we were able to send them over. That's awesome, man. And, and I hope I'm not being too candid, but I had kidney stones in the off season. And let me tell you, I drink a ton of water now and I feel much better about it. And gentle listener, don't be sloppy on game day. Mixing that water. Trust me, it is clutch. 
Uh, Brian, Being responsible and drink in <laughs> moderation, of course. Yes, of course, of course. Uh, Brian, the Eagles are 3-4-1, and one, which is disappointing to say the least, but they're still in control of their own destiny in the NFC East. Mm-hmm. What are the players going through right now in terms of dealing with the, the outside noise, whether it be from Brett Favre or whether it be from criticisms elsewhere in the media right now? Well, if you're a player and you're focused on dealing with what the people on the outside are talking about, then you're doing the wrong thing. You're going about this thing the entirely, uh, the entirely the wrong way. To me, if you're three, four, and one, your sole focus is on how do I be better? How do I perfect my craft? How do I make sure that as a running back, I can pass, protect, I can uh, run the football, I can catch the ball out of the backfield, and whatever the team needs from me, um, I'm willing to do. That's what the things that you should be focused on. Um, thinking about what other people are saying, uh, it shouldn't even be the first thing on your mind or really on your mind at all because here's the deal. If you guys were 8-0, people will be talking about you in a positive light. And you shouldn't be listening to that either because that's <laughs> that's how you end up losing games. And so uh, the media, and I, I kind of include myself in that, we're always going to be talking about the team, whether they're good, bad, or otherwise. And your goal as a as a, a player in that locker room is to not worry about what other people are saying, but to go out there and affect your game. How do you make your game better? Um, and, and I think every player has the ability to do that, especially when you have that bye week. Go back and critically look at your play. Go back and see the things that you can do better. Look at the team. Are you giving any tails away? Are you giving any clues to the type of plays that you're playing um, that, that you're about to run? And then if you are, then you have to fix that. You know, Andy Reid was so good coming out of the bye. And some of those things that you mentioned, you know, self-scouting and, and all of those things, is that why he was so good coming out of it? Because he was able to recognize what other teams were seeing in his team and kind of adjust throughout that bye week. What goes on during the bye week that makes it such an advantage for that team? Well, the most important thing, and, and almost every team is doing this, is the self-scouting. And the self-scouting is not just going back and watching the film and say, okay, we got to correct these things. Self-scouting is much bigger than that. Self-scouting truly is all about saying, okay, what are my tendencies? Well, first down, are we running the ball every time? Are we running to the right in this formation? In this formation, are we running to the left? What are the keys that we're giving off to the defense so that they're cluing in on some of our plays? The other part is you got to find some creativity. How can you be creative? How can you use the plays that you've already run? Now you want to run different variations of those plays. That's something that Doug Peterson has to be a little bit more creative in doing as far as his play calls. And a big part of that is getting some of the guys that he did, was going to depend on going into the season back healthy. Um, if you can get some of those guys uh, back healthy, I think Doug would feel much more comfortable uh, calling some of the plays that we've seen in the past where this team has been a better uh, and more successful offensive team. Yeah, and that's a great segue into my next question, because right now the Eagles offense is 24th in scoring and they're coming off a performance where they only scored 15 points against a defense that was one of the worst in the league at the time, the worst in uh, scoring points uh, allowed at that time. When you watch their offense, is it just the guys that they're missing that's kind of uh, restricting what they can do? What do you think they're missing there? Well, yeah, I mean, they, they certainly are missing some guys um, offensively, getting Miles Sanders back, potentially getting Alshon back here um, is, is will, will help this team. Um, but you got to play better. And, and you know, it's, it's hard to it's, it's, it's not weird to say that, but I think it's hard for some people to understand. How do you play better? Well, you play consistent. And what we've seen um, from the quarterback on down, especially offensively, is inconsistent play. You see inconsistent play with the offensive line, inconsistent play with the wide receivers, running back, 
and, and, and most importantly from the quarterback. And so if you want this team to turn things around right away, one thing you can do is eliminate the turnovers. And Carson has to get through his mind that he can't win the game on every single throw. And he can't the, – the most important thing for him is that punting is okay. Turning the ball over is the problem. If you turn the ball over, I don't care who you are or how good your team is, it's going to be very hard to win. We saw that with the Bucks versus the Saints uh, a week ago. They, they have a great football team. They have talent all across the board. But they, if you turn the ball over, even if you have the GOAT, Tom Brady, as your quarterback, you don't have a chance to win. And that's what's happening here for Philadelphia. They've been inconsistent, and they've turned the football over on the offensive side of the ball. And that puts your defense in a bad position. It also puts your play caller in a, in a tough position because now you're saying, I don't even know what play to call. I don't know where, where to go offensively. And so I, I think getting the run game going with Miles Sanders will help that, but also calming Carson down and allowing him to play within the offense and not trying to be the sole part of the offense will go uh, well into that as, uh, as well. Yeah, Jason Garrett got kind of some some heat for this, but this is a phrase that Carson Wentz said to John Gruden in the QB camp. It was, we want to end every drive with a kick, whether that be a punt, a field goal, or an extra point. And and to your point, you just don't turn the ball over against Dallas and things look a lot different. You can't win it with every play. I, I agree with you there. Brian, uh, you also might know a little bit about the running back position here. And outside of a couple of big runs and big splash plays, it's a it's been a pretty quiet year overall for the group, and especially for second second year guy, Miles Sanders. Not to say he's playing bad, but he's also been banged up too. When you look at this Eagles running back group as a whole, what do you see? Well, I think Miles is extremely talented. Yeah. Um, he's able to do a lot of things that you want a running back to be able to do. Uh, run the ball effectively inside the tackles he has a speed to get outside of the tackles he can be a home run hitter once he gets in space uh, he has to continue to improve as far as receiving the ball out of the backfield we saw that big drop uh, you know about a month ago or so um, when he was healthy the most important thing and as i mentioned is his health you, you have to find a way to be consistently available for your team um, he has to find a way to get healthy and remain healthy and, and quite honestly, I, I struggle with injuries throughout my career. It's it's a lot easier said than done. Um, he has to build that outer core, that outer edge uh, on his body so that he can withstand some of these hits and contact. A season where there wasn't OTAs, wasn't minicamp. And so the, a lot of soft tissue injuries have occurred throughout the, the NFL. And, and our team, our running backs in particular, have fall, fallen victim to that as well. But you can talk about that entire group. I think Boston Scott has done a very good job as far as stepping in um, and being that guy. You can depend on running the ball well. Um, he's gotten much better in blitz pickup, which I think he struggled at yeah. early on in the season. Um, he's gotten much better there. And, and, of course, he's a threat out of the backfield. So I, when you have those two guys as a combination, a pair, I think you have a, a good running back core. Um, but, you know, having, having Miles hurt for most of the season has hurt the production there at that position. What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. So last question for you, Brian. Eagles, Giants, divisional rivalry game. Who you got this Sunday? 
It's a tough game. I mean, listen, the Eagles have had the bye. Then they've had, I think they've been out of the the building for COVID reasons as well mm-hmm. um, this week. So it's, I, I think it's a tough game. I, I, you know, I've watched a lot of the Giants play and I've watched a lot of their games again this week. They are a team that has talent. They are a team that has been inconsistent on both sides of the ball as well. Their defense has played much better than their offense and they're competing. And really, when you talk about a team that they only has a couple of wins like the Giants, competing normally doesn't go with those types of teams, but they have competed for Joe Judge and for the Eagles. It, it's not an easy game. And when you're three, four and one, there are really no easy games. They're not just going to go up there and lay down. You barely beat the Giants uh, the last time they played a few right. weeks ago. And so um, you got to go up there and you have to play better. But most importantly, coming off a bye and then the being out for COVID, you have to play error-free football. You can't turn the ball over. And that's been one of the bigger issues for the Eagles all season long. Brian, I appreciate you stopping by BGN yet again. Uh, let the gentle listeners know where they can find your stuff on social media, what you got going on. Plug away whatever you want one last time. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, so I'm on, obviously, Twitter and and, and Instagram. It's at, at 36 Westbrook. You know, I'm on FS1 on the First Things First every Tuesday and Wednesday. And and so we, we love we love to talk about football. We love to talk about life. You, if you check out my social media stuff, you'll see my kids and all that other stuff. The other big thing that I have going on is the Brian Westbrook Foundation, where we're helping kids adjust to life um, after COVID. But also we are, you know, pushing our kids to learn trades, learn how to be an electrician, learn how to be um, a carpenter, learn how to be an accountant, learn to do different things. Um, across the board. And we want to give you examples of not only how to be an athlete, because very few people will be able to be a professional athlete. We want to be a, give you an example of how to be successful in life. And being successful in life doesn't mean you have to make a million dollars, because if you make a million dollars and you spend a million and one dollars, you're unsuccessful. <laughs> but being successful in life certainly can be making $50,000 a year, paying all your bills, taking care of all your responsibilities and saving $5,000. To me, that's a successful person as well. We need more people like that. And so that's what the Brian Westwood Foundation is trying to teach as well. B-G-N. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Property Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a PropG Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the PropG Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.